Hi guys and welcome back to the ninth episode of the Run Ravens podcast. Now in this episode I'm going to be talking about my entrepreneurial journey so far and just the ups and downs, the ebbs and flows and just everything in between because I mean it's a journey I've been on for quite a while now so I thought it might be interesting to sort of like share bits and bobs of the process with you guys and I guess it all started since I don't know how old I was now I would say since toddler age I've always been very art inclined I've always loved the arts and when I say the arts I'm talking about sort of like painting um like physical art like painting mixed media mark makings drawing sketching illustration and also arts sort of like ballet I was always into ballet I did ballet when I was younger as well um I loved watching, like going to the theatre and I've just really been creative. Like I've just been a very creative person. I always, I'm not, I always struggled with um, sort of like the more, is it the more practical? I don't know if it's practical. So there's math and then there's English. I've always been on the English spectrum of things. I've always found like calculations, um, sort of like chemistry and all those sort of subjects that involved lots of like brain work, in my opinion, brain work anyway. I've always found them difficult. I've always struggled with them. In fact, I didn't even get into the secondary school I wanted because I failed my math exam and that was what stopped me. And then I got, I was on the waiting list. And because some people didn't go into that school, that is how I got a space there. This was in Nigeria. And even when I came to um, England, I've always just been sort of, I would say just, I struggled really with mathematics and stuff, stuff like that. But I don't think it's because I struggled with that, that I'm so good at like the arts, but it just so happened that on both ends of the spectrum, I was always better at arts. Now, in primary school, I was really good with painting. I studied like photography, English literature, textiles art. Um, I also studied textile technology. And I've just always loved sewing and creating and painting as well. So I guess this is something that stemmed from my childhood. And it's something that I just, it just came so easy to me. Like I just really enjoyed it. Now, diving deeper into that, I was like, what is it from the arts that I really, really like? And I did photography, as I said, in sort of secondary school, like in A-levels. And I'm talking photography where you would go into a dark room and you get the fix, the developer, you put the picture in the liquid and see it like form. I was using those like old cameras that you couldn't open in the light because then your whole reel is like ruined. And I really enjoyed that. I love photography, but I also really liked um, textiles. So textiles, I was dealing with fabrics. I was dealing with like sewing and like um, mixed media pieces and just really conceptual art. So I don't know. I was. I. I feel like I was more drawn towards that, and that's how my love for textiles, fabrics, fashion came about. And if you know me, you know that I have. I graduated a few years ago, and I am starting my own women's wear label. It's like a premium luxury women's wear label. But the journey to get here 
In fact, I don't even think I'm here yet, but the journey has been tumultuous. It has been, oh my goodness, it has been difficult. Well, I always say that you need money to make money and that's just facts. Like I genuinely believe that you need money to make money. Now, when you don't have that backing, when you don't have that investment, that someone like pumping the funds into you, it becomes an uphill battle. Because imagine someone who's so talented at what they do. Not only are they talented, they enjoy it and they believe in themselves. They believe in what they're doing. Now, not having the means to to do that is so discouraging. There's so many times I've wanted to quit because it's been a struggle from finding the right patterns, finding the right manufacturers, the right suppliers, getting everything under wraps. And as as you're looking for all these things, there's so many people that are sort of making it seem so easy. People who didn't even, people who you don't even feel like maybe even put in the effort, like from young or like who studied this, it's just coming easy to them. They're like designing things, maybe just even t-shirts. And it's just like, what is it that you're not doing right? Because you know your stuff, you know you know where you've come from, you know how to design, you know how to sew, what is not happening. And it was all to do with funding. Because not when you have that amount, when you have the right funding, obviously you can put things in place. Like I always say to my friend, like if you have good backing, if you have good investments, you can try things out and you actually have the ability to just fail because you know that there's more where that came from. So you can try, try, try again. If you fail all those times, that's fine. But with people who are sort of like, I would say people who are not as what's the word I'm thinking of? Well, I can't think of it right now, but people who don't have the same opportunities, it's more difficult. You have to be a bit more streamlined, a bit more structured. I'm not saying you have to be perfect, but you have to go in knowing that, okay, I'm going to try this thing out. And I know that I'm I'm not made of money. I'm not built from, you know, I'm not like Daddy Warbucks. So I have to try my best to make this thing stick. And if it doesn't, then it might be the last resort. Like it might be not the last resort. It might be the end, but it also might not be. But then you just have to go in knowing that you don't have as much room for failure as other people do because they've got that backing. And now this is something I struggled with so much because I was like, okay, Nengi, you have to launch this. You have to do this right. And it's not going to be the easiest because you don't have this like backing. But if you do it right and it takes off, then everything will be amazing. But if you don't, then you've got to try something new. Now, it's been such, it's been a roller coaster ride. I've had moments where I'm frustrated. I've had moments where the people, the manufacturers are not understanding what I'm asking them for. They're not understanding my design concept. And you know, when you can see something in your head and it looks amazing to you, but you can't really put it on paper because there's some ideas that are literally just like concocted. Is that that a word? Like they're just made up in my mind, but well, I guess I concocted them in my mind. And delivering that to someone has proved difficult because 
as much as I can sketch, sometimes they can't really see your vision. You can see your vision, which is why I would advise anyone who wants to design or who wants to be creative to also know how to design and how to sew things. Because I was thinking to myself, why is it that they're not understanding what I'm trying to tell them? And I was like, Nengi, wait, hold on. You can actually put things together. You can actually do, um, like, I mean, you're not any, you're not like a full on seamstress, but you can sew things and you can um, pin things and you have a freaking mannequin. So you can actually put things together on it with fabrics to explain to people what it is that you actually are after. When I realized that, I was like, this is actually a skill that not everyone has because there's some people who have great design skills, but they can't, they can't get that to their suppliers. So I think it would be worth looking into actually being able to like sew, being able to like pattern cut or being able to just create something out of like fabrics and trimmings so that whoever it is that is helping you can see what it is that you want. Honestly, I wish I could sew all my designs myself, but that is not feasible. I need like a manufacturer and a supplier and like like a full-on company because it would be so tough to do it on my own. And that isn't only the only aspect. Now, there's also the aspect of will people like it? Will people like the designs? There's so much that goes on in an entrepreneur's mind. And it's really difficult because you just, like, I've, I had a sample come back to me and I almost cried. I literally, I was on the verge of tears because my friend's reaction made me so happy. She thought that one of my designs was something I got from like ASOS or wherever. She was just like, oh, can you send me the link? I was like, no, hun, this is my design. And she literally screamed and made me so happy because getting to that point was so tough for me because it took lots of trial runs. It took lots of like fabric choices and it took lots of wall people think, well, they like this sleeve, well, they like this cuff. And it is just lots of deliberating with myself. And I've always wanted a mentor. I don't have one. And I wish I did because this would be something I could bounce off other people. Now, when you're doing this on your own with no help, not much backing, I must say it is quite difficult. But if you keep persevering, hopefully you'll get there. I'm still persevering, by the way. But this is the reason why I like to be inspired. I went to Fashion Week, London Fashion Week, like two weeks ago, I think. Yeah. And it was so beautiful because I went and I watched the Self-Portrait show. Self-Portrait is one of my fav- one of my favorite designers and it's a women's wear luxury line. And it's so nice because you just find something unexpected because I feel like what keeps fashion moving forward is just finding people's voices that are real and people with integrity, people that are speaking for themselves and just have a story to tell. And it's really, really nice to just see and be inspired. And that's something I took away from it because as I saw the designs coming running coming down the runway, I was just so inspired. I was like, I'm so glad I came. I'm so glad I'm here to see this because this even fuels me further. And one thing I try not to do is 
you know, listen too much to what other people have to say, because it is interesting to listen to other people's opinions, but too much influence can block you from finding your own way. And you do have to find your own fitting, which is something I'm learning more and more. Because as I said previously, I was thinking, well, will people like it? Will my friends like it? And I haven't launched yet. So this is still something I think about, but it's just to let you understand the process and so much, like there's so much I'm missing, honestly, I might have to do a part two, but there's so much that goes into this whole entrepreneur thing. I honestly wish I was someone who loved working nine to six for like a corporation or someone else. I wish I did because to be honest, that is arguably easier than being an entrepreneur. That is easy money in your bank account every single month, but it's also mundane. It's also a bit static. It's also monotonous and I don't like monotonous stuff. When companies tell me no two days will be the same, I'm like, yes, please let no two days be the same. I actually like doing different things. I like to explore, which is also why I like traveling, I guess. I like to just like be creative because I've just always been that person who just loved to find new things and see new things and be just... um what's the word? Be very open to ideas and open to um, new thoughts and new ways of doing things. And, you know, just very open person, I would say in in that sense. And I, I guess I'm a very curious person. And, you know, I think it helps when you're creating in different fields. Like I've worked in different companies before just for the money. And it has helped me because Working somewhere like in customer service also helps me understand how I want my customers to feel when I do launch my brand. And this doesn't have to only be with fashion. This could be with launching anything, really, even if it's in tech, if it's like you're starting your own law firm, this is anything. But it really did help me working in different fields because customer service, um, where else I work, I've worked in retail and I feel like working in retail just allowed me to see things on the floor level and it allowed me time because like there were no boundaries. You're meeting all these different people and different clients coming in, high end clients, mid clients, just coming in, buying things, seeing what they like, seeing what they don't like. And the more you know, the more you want to know. And I feel like that's the driving force behind it. So my experiences have just been, I guess, all over the place. Like I wish I could, I want to go into more detail, but this was something, this is actually the first episode where I've literally just been talking. Usually you're going to know my process now. Usually I write down my points. So if you feel like I've been jumping from like pillar to post, I apologize, but it's just something that I thought of because it's evening and I'm literally about to like snuggle up and get ready for bed. But it's just something else on my mind because I was reading the business of fashion And I just thought, hmm, let me share my entrepreneur process. Let me share the thoughts and, you know, how everything has gone for me so far. Because why not? And yeah, um, I don't know. I'm trying to think of what else I can add because there is so much that goes into it. There are the days where I'm just frustrated and, you know, stressed that things are not going the way I want them to. And also looking at other people that is not 
the greatest thing to do, trust me, because as much as you want to see what the competition is doing, you also have to find your own voice. You have to find your own footing. So not focusing too much on that is very necessary. And yeah, it's just being yourself really and knowing that you get one chance in life. Some people get more than one, but usually you get one chance to do something. And I've been discouraged so many times because I just feel like, oh my goodness, nothing is coming to fruition. It's been so long. I study this thing. I understand the inner workings of how it should go down, but yet I haven't launched or yet I'm still stuck or yet, you know, and there've been so many blockages, be it money, be it funding, finance, be it manufacturers, be it your designs aren't right, be it time is going, be just so many blockages that have, that has halted my progress with this. But honestly, I hope you guys support me when it does launch because it's something that is really close and near and dear to my heart and I'm passionate about. And why I said I was discouraged is because I couldn't actually ever see something tangible. Like I did make a sample for the longest time or I did make them and they were rubbish. And when you're not able to see something, like hold it in your hand, you know how musicians can like go to the studio, record something, and then the song comes out and they can hear it. Regardless of if it's auto-tuned or whatever, they can hear that that is their voice, that that is them singing. Like that can be played on the radios, that can be on someone's iPod. I couldn't actually hold anything tangible. I could sketch all I wanted, but I didn't have anything until recently. And I'm just so grateful to God for that because I feel like now is my time. And God has a reason why he does things in his own time. Because I mean, this has been a long time coming and I can't wait to fully share my full story with you guys. But I just thought I'd just have like a little word from it and tell you everything that's been going on in my mind, my life. And obviously people know me on Instagram and see me doing things, but that is literally like, I feel like you guys even get crumbs because there's so much that goes on behind the scenes of someone's life that we only show you bits and bobs just because I'm not doing like, you know, hundred thousands of ads on my Instagram or I'm not, you know, wearing the latest like designer bags and designer shoes and stuff or like jet setting everywhere. There's just so much going on behind the scenes. And I feel like every entrepreneur knows these struggles and there is so much so much more to say but I'll leave that for another episode and also guys this is the penultimate episode because I the last episode is going to come in a few weeks time I'm only doing 10 this season but hopefully you guys can ride along with me for the next episode which is going to be the last one let me know what you want me to talk about. I'll actually ask questions in my Instagram. But honestly, thank you for listening. And I hope you can relate to this. And if you can't relate, I hope maybe it's of interest in some way. And if you have any comments, please leave them down below. Leave me some reviews, DM me. I'd love to discuss more. If you know any mentors that want to mentor me, let me know as well. And yeah, I'll catch you in my next episode. Don't forget to follow me, like, subscribe. And yeah, just show some love, guys. Thank you for always supporting and thank you for listening. And I'll see you in the next episode. Bye.